As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor and real estate investor in the US and Canada. Today I have a very good friend of mine, Cheryl Small. And she actually was an investor and she's gonna tell us her story, which is very interesting. And I want you to pay attention about what happened, what she did, how she did it, and how she's gonna do it differently. Cheryl, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got yourself into the real estate investing business. Yes, thank you, Araceli. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Cheryl Small, and uh, I live in Mississauga. I'm a wife and a mother and a grandmother. I actually worked for Bell Canada for many years. Uh, my husband and I were both uh, working corporate type jobs. Um, I worked uh, for Bell for over 20 years. Uh, at some point, I decided to leave Bell Canada and I decided I would go back to school to study something I was really passionate about, which was uh, nutrition. So I am actually uh, a holistic nutritionist. After I was in that industry for a while, I was introduced to mortgages through a family member. And I decided that that would be something I would pursue as well. I went back to school, I studied mortgages, and here I am today. I, I'm a, a, a mortgage broker, so I'm in the financial industry, but I still do a little bit in the nutrition uh, um, industry as well. I love yeah. both. So both you're a true entrepreneur, right? So that's, that's good, fun. you and your husband. But I guess you could say we're serial entrepreneurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. So tell me about when did you started investing in real estate? I know that you have done that in here in Mississauga. So, so uh, after I left uh, Bell Canada, I decided that uh, when I was studying for nutrition, at the same time, my husband had, uh, he was feeling a little bit restless with all the work that he was doing in, in the corporate world. He was in IT, he had worked for a number of very large companies, but he always had the, the bug that he wanted to run his own company. He wanted to do his own thing. So he, he left, he eventually left, and he just decided that we went from one business to another. And uh, some were very, very successful. We've done very well along the way, I can't complain. But along the way, he decided that we would get into real estate. Real estate would be one of the things that we would touch on. Now, keep in mind, we were in different businesses. Not only real estate, we were in a number of different businesses, but we formed a real estate group with a very small group of people. And that group bought a number of properties in the Mississauga area. We, in fact, we had about six properties. Under oh, that's group. very ambitious for sure. So it was ambitious. We were doing that very quickly. 
the properties were were um, really great properties, and I guess the price was good. We really thought, let's get into the market now. Um, so we were holding about six properties at the same time, and that I think was one of our first mistakes. We were too aggressive. We got into the market, and we were trying to do too much in a short space of time. So I would say that was mistake number one. But we did we did um, we did form this this group, and the group as a whole was uh, under a corporation, and we were buying the properties as a unit, right? And so, um, and we just we just thought real estate was a great place to to diversify because again we were we we are serial entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so tell me about the type of properties that you bought and what type of renovations, repairs you were doing in those properties. So they were single family um, uh, homes, um, all in the Port Credit area. So the area was wonderful. I mean, the houses today are worth like so much more money. But we got into single-family homes, and what we what we planned to do were we were going to knock them down. Um, I think at the time, I think they were called infills, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on the, on the name of that one. But basically, we were taking it down to the foundation, and then we would build it up and build it out. So we were making uh, most of the homes that we purchased were small homes, almost um, like small wartime homes, but they were on. Uh, enough property that you can build up and out you nice. see that if you go around you drive around you see many houses are being knocked down to the yep. foundation and, and that's being done so we were ahead of our time we were we were doing that so we started and and some of the homes that we we got um we thought okay we can turn them around really quickly the group there were about five or six members in the group each of them had a specialty so each one of them was was uh, responsible for doing certain parts of the project. Yeah. But I think that was where the problem started because everyone was trying to do everything themselves. At the same time, they had other commitments going on. So I think that was mistake number one because you can't have all of these properties think that you're going to renovate and 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 get these all renovated and back onto the market and sell again and be able to do that while still some of the members had full-time jobs. Wow. So just it was just a recipe for disaster, I guess you can yeah. say. Yeah, well, that's There's a huge no effort, way, right? There was you no know. way we were going to be able to do it all. So I, I know. So one of the things that I, I teach in my course coming up soon is that you really need to specialize in something. And it does take time, like anything. This is not only for real estate, but for anything that you do in life. Having that time commitment will make you better. And the thing is, we always, anybody has only 24 hours a day. And if you do have a full-time job and you're starting, you better pick something that is going to, that you're going to specialize on, and then you continue on and get continue to get better, right? So then what happens then, uh, Cheryl, after everything kind of got a little wonky there, I think, right? But the, but the thing that, but the thing back to your specializing, each member of the group, one was a contractor, so that was his job. One was an architect, that was his job. One person was a, a, a finance guy, 
that was his. So everyone had a specialty in the group, but some of these people had projects still going on. on it the was the time commitment, it I was think. time commitment. And so, for instance, the first thing, the, the, the architect, he had a full-time job somewhere else as an architect and then trying to redo the plans for six homes. It was a recipe for disaster. He just didn't have the time. And then by the time he did complete the first house and he sent those plans to the city, the city then took a long time to get back to us and to have all that in place. In the meantime, we're still paying mortgages for all of these properties that no one is living in because we've got them in various stages uh -huh. of, of repair. So no one can live in them with the exception of one house. One of the homes um, we had not sort of demolished completely and we did rent that house out to a family. And that was a mistake because at the time we didn't properly vet that family. They were a large family with lots of kids. They, they actually, were in a crisis they needed somewhere to live so we acted on our heart instead of our our brain and we let them move into the home to rent but they actually destroyed the home uh there were a lot of uh a lot of damages because of I, I think there were just too many of them in the house but at the time we were trying to help them but apart from that house being rented out all the other five were in various stages and so we just could not get them done fast enough. One, you can't count on, you cannot count on um, your labor. Uh, the labor staff, they come and go as they please. Sometimes they're working on other projects, other yep. jobs as well. And so they're very inconsistent. So if we could do things over again, I would one, recommend that you um, don't try to do all your plans yourself. Send it out to a company that has enough staff that can be working on your engineering plans so that you don't have to be drawing those plans one person doing that that's one thing um your labor staff uh, we had people who i would say were not really reliable so today they may come to work tomorrow they're sick they can't come to work or they weren't consistent right yeah um we had too many homes where uh, we were paying the mortgages and nobody, no money was coming in. So it is mortgages and property taxes, which is very high uh, carrying costs. So that's why when you're doing a flip, and especially a flip of this magnitude, that you're basically taking everything to the studs and sometimes you remove the entire house and build it up again, it takes a while to do, right? And that was the other thing. I think we were not we were we were not being realistic with our timeline yeah. we were not and so i think even with this construction that i'm working on now for my client we see that one we could definitely go over budget very easily two timelines is never exactly what you think it is so those were two i think two things that we did that um we did wrong and we could have done differently Looking back on it, we definitely could have done differently. And I think slow and steady wins the race. I think one home at a time, maybe two, depending on your team that you've got, but for sure, one home at a time, there's nothing wrong with one at a time. Get that house done, completed, uh, turn it around, sell it, or live in it for a year, six yeah. months, whatever, then sell it. But that's 
the strategy, if, if I could do things again, that would be my strategy because Araceli, I've learned from my mistakes or my missteps and that's what has, has shaped me and grown, uh, I've grown. Yeah. And so I, I don't really regret, I would change some things. And so I, I think I would change how we did things, yeah. but that is my history. It is yeah. what it and, is. And basically this is exactly why we're, I'm bringing different investors because it will give the audience many different points of view. Remember, this this type of business, the real estate investing business, is so personal, and it also depends on your skills, your time commitment. There's so many little things that could go wrong, and like you said, first of all, contractors. Oh my God, please! And I know <laughs> I don't want to offend any contractors that are listening to this, but I have found that they're very inconsistent. Even the best of my contractors. I've never got consistent work from them, right? Even time, even uh, repairs, uh, quality, all of that. So it's best that you continue to look for um, for contractors. The same with timelines. You said it and you hit it right on the head. Everything that you think is going to be, it's always going to take longer, right? Budget as well. You got to be very, very mindful because one little thing that could go wrong it just will throw off your uh, budget really quickly absolutely so tell me how did all the story end tell me what happened well in the end yes we did end up uh, we lost the properties we we lost the properties because again it was like a domino effect one after the other um and this was off the heels of um the crash in 2008 and wow. then we were able to sort of hold on to some of the properties after that. But in quick succession, eventually we lost all of the properties and we had to rebuild our lives. We really had to start again. We lost it all. We had to rebuild our lives. We had to start new businesses and uh, just start from ground up. And that's where we are today. So all of those things have shaped me. I take what I learned from from the past and I think if I can just say one thing, it's just that I didn't stay in that and I'm not wallowing in that because I have to just keep moving. Yeah. I have to keep it yeah. moving. I have to just learn from my mistakes and, and do it differently. And getting into real estate is something that I wouldn't shy away from. I wouldn't tell people to shy away from. I think it's a great investment, a great way to build wealth for your family, but you have to do it right. You have to take the proper steps. You have to have the right team in, in place. You have to be able to um, have the, the right people behind you so that the job is done correctly. Yeah, absolutely. You said it correctly because that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Trying to give people enough information that they are acting on, you know, first of all, personalized because it depends on what you do. People have different risk levels, they have different skills, different time commitments. All of those things play a big role. And I've dealt with so many people in transition that they don't know what to do, right? From even changing jobs, uh, going into other things and then starting a business, it's a huge transition. So you gotta adapt as well and make sure that you take care of your finances first, that that is taken care of, that you know, it's just like organization for everything. You gotta have it in place. 
Cheryl, this is fantastic. I love the story. I'm going to say this, yeah. Sarah, if I can just yeah. end with saying this too. Um, and I'm not saying that real estate is, it, like I think I see a lot of people who are seeing the market today and they want to jump in really fast. They just want to have a house or they want to buy, they want to invest in properties and they want to buy. And if you can take anything from my story, it's not that you shouldn't invest, you should, but you have to really have a plan in place, have a strategy, have the key people in place. And then as you're saying, I'm not going to wallow in pity or what I went through in the past. That shaped who I am today and it's it's helped propel me to be prepared for my next set of investments because I will invest again and I will be getting into uh, real estate and doing things like that on that level again. But preparation is key and working with someone like yourself who has the skill level and who can walk people through it. That's so critical. Yeah, That's what I really you, want people to, to leave with that. It doesn't make you want to close up shop and, and go hide under a rock and do nothing. No, quite the contrary. You learn from your mistakes and then you, you, you move on from there. It helps you to, to move on and do better next time. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Cheryl. This was great. Um, I appreciate you coming. This is a great story for all the listeners to think about it and just to be cautious and move. The, 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 the point here is that you need to continue to move along, even though you think that you're not advancing or that you're not doing a lot, but you are. So just go steady, 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 win the race. Yes. So thank, thank you, Cheryl. And um, I will put the, your information below. Remember, she is a mortgage broker all across Canada. She also has a wealth of information about mortgages and how you can get approved. So all her information would be below if you wish to contact her, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. And then we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Sarah Sally. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.